Hey, good morning, everybody. It's Pastor Lenny. And Pastor Lori. Oh, give me a kiss. <laughs> mm. Oh, I think of that song by Stevie Wonder. Isn't she lovely? <laughs> oh, anyway, listen. Thank you. We, we love you guys so very much. We appreciate you. We're so grateful for all you do. And we mean that from the bottom of our hearts. Yes. Um, my excitement is bringing to you, and Lori's excitement is bringing to you, what the Holy Spirit has brought to us. And it has totally freed us. Oh. He who the Son makes free is free indeed. And there's a lot of people that don't understand what that verse really means, and they teach it out of you context. Wanna... One day we're going to have to teach from that, that portion of Scripture because it's been, it's been misused out of context without, without a doubt. And uh, we have to get into that. But we walk in freedom. Our hearts leap and dance and with joy of the freedom um, that grace provides. And and this is not freedom to live any way we want. No, grace. That's not what grace that. is. No, yeah, that's not what grace is. You know, it's not the power. It, it's not you know, oh, licentious living. Now you're going to sin. No, they don't know grace. You know, this new gospel. We are one. We are united with with Jesus Christ. We are one with Him. And if you can't see Jesus doing something, right? And you believe you're one with Him. You're united with Him. You're one spirit with Him. Things are just going to fall off your life that don't need to be there or shouldn't be there. And then Romans chapter 6, verse 14. Sin has no more dominion over you. For you're not under the law, you're under grace. But anyway, anyway, I love the Apostle Paul. I spend 85 to 90% of my time in the Apostle Paul's writing. And I, I, would, I would dare say this. If you could find anything in the, anything in the Bible, mm -hmm. right? Any, anywhere in the Bible, you'll pull out a scripture about a wife, right, about a husband, about, you know, death and life and the power of the tongue, right, as a man thinketh so. Whatever you can find, it's addressed in Pauline epistles. It's addressed. He addresses a love for a wife, you know, the character of a wife. He, he addresses our, our thinking, our thoughts, you know. Lot, he addresses yeah. our speaking. He, he addresses the beauty of the word. I mean, I, I'll be honest with you guys. <clears throat> If you can find it in Psalms or you can find it in Proverbs, I guarantee you, it's going to be found in the Pauline mm -hmm. epistles. And it's amazing. And uh, I don't feel, I, I feel like what, for the last five or six years or maybe more, I've, I've pretty much done, I pretty much have done like what, 90% of my preaching or whatever Definitely. teaching has come it's from been, the Pauline epistles. Yes. And you just can't exhaust it. Mm -mm, no. And so, you can hear it over and over and over and amen. over. Amen. You know why? Why? Why can you can? Why can we, we need to hear this over and over again? Why? Because it's alive. It's us. It's amen. It's. I'm not sure what you're trying to. Oh, you know, we talked about it in the last session because religion is trying to get us to believe oh, the lie. Yeah. They're trying to keep us in in the old the covenant. They're trying to keep us in the mixture. They're not trying to keep. They're not trying to free it's us. Done. They're not trying to show us how to be free in the new. Missed. The one where Paul says in Galatians chapter five verse one. Lori, Lori Rolla, yes. Leonard Rolla, yes. all that are listening, therefore I'm telling you, stand therefore in the freedom by which Christ, yeah. where, where which Christ has made you free mm. and no longer be a slave to a yoke of bondage. Amen. <laughs> he made me free. Is. He set me free. And now I'm a son of God. I'm a son of God. She's a son of God, daughter of God. You're children of God. And guess what? As sons and daughters of God, we are led by the Spirit. 
Oh man, that's another teaching of Paul's. Okay, I would so love awesome. to teach on that. That word "led." You know what that word "led" means? You know, you know how I watch my daughter Allison. I watch her how she carries her her newborn Wilder, my 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 fifth great grandchild. Right? Yeah. How she's carrying him. Well, that word "led" means means to carry. So the Holy Spirit carries us. Now, it also indicates not only does He carries us, but He carries us away. From danger. He carries us away from places where we're not supposed to be at, right? And now that word carry also means he carries us to. Okay? Now, it also means, this is beautiful. And if you're a son of God, it's turning into a different message this morning. <laughs> if you're a son of God or a daughter of God, you're led by the Spirit. He carries you. He's going to carry you to. He's going to carry you from. He's going to carry you. It also means, it also means he leads to be led. Now, there's two ways that he leads us. He'll take us by the hand, and he'll say, I'm going to take you. I'm going to lead you. This is the direction we're going. I'm going to lead you, okay? And then it also means he's behind us, right? And he's pointing as a guide, all right? Mm -hmm. Go that direction. It's a oh. powerful word. If, you're, you know, if being a son and daughter of God, you're led by the Spirit. I totally love depend on it, the Holy Spirit. Amen, it, right? Love it. Love the Holy Amen. Spirit. Amen. He's here Amen. to... to to be the power in us, to and you show know, us, to comfort us, to lead and guide. You get me pumped. You get me I, excited. Awesome. Well, you know how you, you know how you get off from being led by the Spirit? The law? The uh, You know what? So many times when we look at the words flesh in Paul's writings, right? Works of the flesh. Mm -hmm. We don't understand that that's being related. Those words are related to life under the law. Okay? Sometimes, okay... Because we're living in mixture and we're living in the wrong covenant, we are being led by the flesh. And what, what does that mean? Works of the flesh. That means I have to do something. That means I need to do something. That means I have a work. There's a work that I have to do that I need to do, right? That's going to bring pleasure to God. That's going to please God. That's going to qualify me. Mm -hmm. You know, and when I, and I don't meet those qualifications, I can't boldly go before God. So then we're out in front and not the Holy Ex Spirit. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And this is why Colossians is so powerful where it, where it tells us in verse 12, he has qualified us to qualify. Wow. Okay? Mm -hmm. And works of the flesh means it means it's not grace. It's do-it-yourself system. It's the law where you do and then God does. Oh, and, and, and religious people today that live in the mixture try, try to tell us, no, you still need to do. You have to do. You need to do. Grace helps you do it. No. Jesus accomplished it all. Oh. I like that verse in, Galatians, in Romans chapter 5, verse 19. I love Paul. I love Paul. We're talking about how the, <laughs> the disobedience of the one, the disobedience of the one, right? Adam. And then it goes on to say, now, because of the obedience of the one, his obedience, his obedience, this covenant was between him and his, him and the father. It's faultless and it's flawless. When you try to add to the equation, when religion tries to add the, to the equation by making you believe you have to, you must, you need to, the equation becomes unbalanced and it's not grace. Because it's Jesus and me. I mean, but I better go on because we're running out of time. Now, we ended up with verse 19 <clears throat> um, yesterday from Colossians chapter 1. Yesterday? 
Last week. What, yeah. Whatever. Tuesday. Tuesday. Today's yeah, Tuesday. I, I, I always like think, you know, the, the last time I was <laughs> yes. with them, you know. Um, tomorrow we're going to be with you. Or no, we're not. I don't know. No, tomorrow's. I don't know. <laughs> Next week. Anyway, it's just a figment of speech. But anyway. That's right. I, we ended up with, for it was the Father's good pleasure for all the fullness to dwell in him. Now, I want to look at the next couple of verses here. Listen to this, verse 20. Mm. And through him, through Jesus Christ, do you understand that? Through him, not through Lori. Not through Lori, not through any work that you must do. Through Jesus Christ, he reconciled all of us to himself. He made peace between us and him through the blood of the cross of Christ. Mm. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. That is powerful. Powerful. So I'm thinking of another portion of Scripture. You see, when you spend a lot of your time in the Apostle Paul's writings, you think of the other writings from the Apostle Paul. And I think of 2 Corinthians chapter uh, 5, verse... Uh, 18, 19, where it says, now we are ambassadors of reconciliation. Now it's up to us to tell people, listen, through Christ, through his blood, God the Father himself has brought reconciliation. Now we have received that message. We have received that sacrifice and that offering through faith in Jesus Christ. So we have received the reconciliation. But it's out there for everybody else to just simply receive. Receive it. Now, God does the reconciliation. Now, I remember a long time ago, and I was really bad at this. I was really, really bad at this. I just accepted what the bank said. When we, they used to send us a statement and oh. you used to take the checkbook reconcile and go through all it. the records. Yeah. And you used to, you know, reconcile it and, and come into agreement, whatever. No. God has done all that. God has done the Yay. reconciliation through Yay. the blood of the cross of Jesus Christ. We have been reconciled. That means we have been redeemed. That means sin sin exists no more. It's gone. It's been erased. It's been cleansed. Now we're qualified to qualify. Now, Romans chapter 5, verse 1, therefore being made righteous, therefore being justified, therefore being reconciled, right? Because of faith in Jesus Christ. I like what this says, too. You have peace with God. All because of what God has done through Jesus Christ. Go ahead. Back to its original intent. Back to its original intent. Uh, intent, Where Jesus and God made the world, made us perfect, you know, and then Adam did his thing. Well, now he, he has come and restored us to innocence again, the Passion says. Back to the original intent. I keep, when I first got that... Wow, we're back to how he intended it to be. Amen. Let's live it. Let's and here's live the thing. It. What? Unlike Adam, we can't screw it up. Ah! <laughs> you can't escape your position in Christ. This is awesome. I, okay, 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 20. For it is God who establishes us in righteousness, in Christ. God establishes us there and then seals us with the Holy Spirit. Established and sealed. You can't mess it up. Done. The only where you, the only place you mess it up in, the only, the only area where you mess it up is, is your, your thinking. But if you keep, if they keep listening to you and the Pauline Amen. scriptures, they won't get messed up in their head. Amen. I want to do one more verse today before we move on, um, and it says this. 
Well, verse 22, in his fleshly body through death in order to present you before him holy and blameless and beyond reproach. Through faith in the blood of Jesus Christ, right? Mm -hmm. Through, do you understand what this is saying? Through faith in the blood of Jesus Christ, you're not presenting yourself holy and blameless. Through faith in the blood of Jesus Christ, God is presenting you before himself, holy and blameless. So again, it's it's all him. It's not me at all. I'm not in the equation at all. Amen. Now, I happen to think that the Apostle Paul wrote the book of Hebrews. So now I think of, of, I think of the book of Hebrews where it says, through one sacrifice, through one offering, he perfected forever, forever. those who were sanctified. That's this right. is powerful. And so now... We're going to stop with that because I want to talk about verse 23 the next time we get together because it's a powerful verse, and I want to let you know what it truly means. So again, this is Pastor Lenny. And Pastor Laura, do you have any closing words? Oh, I don't, I don't even know. It's just all exploding it's inside so good. of me. We are back to the original intent. Amen. We are back to, to perfectness. Stand before him in true Stand righteousness and true holiness. Woo! And he did it all. Amen. Again, uh, we want to thank you because you make this this ministry, you know, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? You make this ministry... Able to... Able to... Go out uh, and yeah. touch the people and change and, the And world. Our, our platform has been growing and it's because of you guys. We're thankful for how you sow into this, into this ministry. Many of you, one-time offerings. Many, many of you have decided to become um, monthly partners. And, and, and in any way you want to bless this ministry, you, you, we, we, we thank you that you can and you will and you do to the glory of God. And the ways that you can are by visiting our website. And that's all one word, all one word, newlifeministrymhv.org. Or simply you can text to give. And the phone number is 845-250-6508. We love you, and we'll see you next week. Walk in your blessings. In Jesus' name.